Alright, well welcome to the Everyday Church Podcast. Jordan and I are in the car. We're just cruising along. It's great to have you along. Jordan Corsi, Barry Littleford, Everyday Church Podcast. We're just uh, chewing the fat because uh, we're two small time pastors doing that. Isn't that right, Jordy? That's right. It's, it's, this is weird, man. I like it. It's different. We're, we're in the car. We're trying out one of your new microphones. Um, hopefully it won't be uh, terrible. Well, you might get a little bit of static in the background as we, as your as your beautiful beast hums along. My powerful four-cylinder hatchback uh, has some grunt to it, so I apologise in advance for its beastliness. Um, but you know what? I guarantee that this new microphone you've bought in the car with the static with my beastly car is still better than our first couple of episodes. I reckon you might be right. I reckon it will be less <laughs> underwater yeah. than what we had before. Yeah, it'll be enjoyable. So now what? We're, we're, we're rocking into episode 33. 33. Wow. Feels just like yesterday we started this thing, didn't we? It is. And uh, around this time last year, we had an episode which we called Reflections on United Leaders, where you and I went up onto the Gold Coast with the other Uniting Church leaders. And we've just come off another Uniting Leaders conference here in Adelaide. Tell you what, it was a great conference, but nothing quite compares to going away to Queensland for a couple of days. Um, it was good, but it's not going to quite cut it when we could have gone to a tropical climate, enjoyed uh, nice scenery, somewhere different. But mind you, Adelaide is a beautiful place, and we had fun, did we not? We did have a lot of fun, but there was something about the community uh, that getting away really did it, that uh, you couldn't book anything else in a, at night time. You were just there for the conference, where I was... Uh, booking in back-to-back meetings at <laughs> night when I got home and uh, getting things organised because I was still kind of working. So uh, so I really missed that uh, separation of getting away from it all that I had when we went up to the Gold Coast. Yeah, and actually it's funny you say that because that was one of the key takeaways that I actually took away from the conference um, was that the keynote speakers were talking individually about uh, really taking care of yourself as a leader. And one of the things that they were both pushing was creating time to retreat, to reflect, to be around good people. And that's what last year's conference really was. It was a getaway where I was fed, I was looked after, I was able to network with people. Um, and I think, for me, one of my key reflections on the conference is how I can actually create time like that on a regular basis to, to look after myself, to encourage myself, to just spend some really uh, one-on-one time with God in a way that I can't get dur- during you know a, a regular week. So uh, that was one of the biggest reflections for me was how I can create that. You know, the, one of the keynote speakers was saying that he would go once a month, he would just, sl- like, a whole day, he would just disappear. Um, and I thought, well, you know what? I'm not quite working as hard as he was in the mega church he was a part of. I reckon I could fit one in a little bit more often than once a month. But it was certainly one of the things that I took out of the conference just to consider, to add to my week, to add to my fortnight, how I can, you know, retreat and look after myself. And we talked a lot about that in, in our podcast uh, yeah. over quite a... A long period of time and it, it seems like you, the United Leaders Conference is one of these conferences that that is a part of its core is wanting to minister to um, to leaders and to encourage them and one of the key themes was you know this is not about learning anything new it's just about remembering and uh, and we are uh, people who 
uh, fail to remember even the basics at times. We just slowly drift out of healthy habits into bad habits and and uh, we need to be remembered. And it seems like this conference is one of its themes is to uh, make us remember that, first of all, we are God's children. Uh, second, we are Christians. And then third, we're pastors. Yeah, you're right. And you know what? Half the revelations that God gives me aren't really revelations. They're reminders. You know, it's God saying, have we not already gone through this? Have I not taught you that rest is important? Have I not taught you that time management is important? And I think it was great to have a conference that you could go to and just be reminded of some of the really core basics that are needed and are often forgotten in the busyness and craziness that church ministry is. So just to have a week, just walk three days, just to be with people and be reminded of of what is what is essential, what should not be forgotten. Um, and I kind of felt the Holy Spirit kind of whack me over the head and say, Jordan, we've been through this. Can you just learn? Can, we, can, can you do things a little bit better? I tell you to do things, actually do them. Um, so that's both an encouraging and also a, uh, a, a humble moment. Well, there was, a, there was a lot in the conference to do that. But I think one of the things that uh, I think this conference moving forward hopefully will engage more is... Uh, being proactive in how we can minister better and not just about um, uh, rejuvenating our soul but also what other things can we put in our kickback to help us minister and you went to a a session with our great mate uh, the reverend father the blessed one Andy Hogarth and uh, who um, who did a session on the Holy Spirit and you came away from that uh, a little bit excited and encouraged do you want to share about that? I do, yeah, sure. Um, well, first of all, love Andy's stuff. I think he's a legend. And, um, yeah, he had a, an elective on ministering in the Holy Spirit. And I thought, well, that is an area of my ministry that I uh, am just failing in miserably. You know, I might have uh, a little word of encouragement here or there for people, but am I really sensitive to what the Spirit is saying in a service, in a sermon, in a time of prayer? Probably not. Um, and I remember talking to you months back about how this is an area I want to grow in um, and so I, when I saw that Andy was, was rocking this elective I thought well I better go along I said that it was something I, I wanted to grow into I better jump in and I was actually reflecting while I was in that elective on a conversation me and you had and you said really a lot of, of, of being kind of free in the Holy Spirit isn't about what you know it's about being open in the moment just to saying yes yeah you, you have to You have to kind of put yourself out there, and that's what a lot of people (laughs) struggle with when it comes to the gifts of the Spirit. You have to have the guts to step in and say, I I don't know what God's going to say to me for you, but I'm going to step into the space, and I'm going to open my mouth, and I'm going to pray that I don't say anything stupid, and that what I say comes from God and is life-giving. So I had your voice kind of ringing in my ear saying, Jordan, it's not about necessarily as much as what you know. It's about really giving it a go. Um, So there was a part within the elective where Andy was calling people to come up for a word of knowledge, and that's kind of his thing. Um, And then he's... Too many people came forward. (laughs) He kind of had this look on his face thinking, we're not going to get to everyone, so I'm going to now encourage people to come up and start praying and see what God has to say. And uh, initially, I said, no, sat in my seat. And then there was this lovely lady who was standing there waiting to be prayed for, and God said, go do it now. Oh, wow. So I got up, and I said to her, hi, I don't know who you are, nice to meet you. 
I'm going to pray for you. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> so uh, we started praying, and it was it was phenomenal. God gave me a word, and that word word unraveled into a, a bit of a message from God, and it hit home real hard. And uh, for me, what was so exciting was that you know, as I was praying, there was a real a real sense of the Holy Spirit there in a big way, far beyond a cute little tingle. It was quite an intense moment for me. It was quite an emotional moment for the person I was praying for. And I walked away thinking, man, that was great. And uh, since then, I've kind of just been open to, to praying for people. And, um, and words and images have come to mind. And I just... Use Andy's golden golden rule. You say, I don't know whether this is from God, but it might be. And this is what I'm seeing. This is what I'm hearing. Uh, let's chat about it. Um, and yeah, it's it's been exciting. Who knows what God might be developing in me? But I know that that uh, yeah, what happened in that elective was a, was a special moment for me, and uh, hopefully for the person I was praying for. And, and one of the things that we um, maybe think is a bit a bit strange about the Holy Spirit gifts. There's nothing magical about them. Really, all of them is just being obedient to whatever God's saying, and, and for you to step, uh, have the courage to step into it. So, healing is just God saying, "I want you to pray for that person for healing," and so you pray for them. Yeah. And God heals them, or God does heal them. You know. Yeah. Uh, a word of knowledge is you go up, you step up, and God says, "This is what I want you to say." Yeah. And so you say a word of prophecy. This is what God wants to say, and so you say it. Yeah. And. Uh, and so, but what it does for people, uh, I think, is really untangible. When, yeah. when, particularly if you have no idea of the person. I, I mean, I love giving words of knowledge to people I don't know at all. Yeah. Because I, my brain doesn't get in the way. My knowledge of them doesn't get in the way. And 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 when you just see their eyes light up, going, "How the <laughs> heck do you know that?" Yeah. Uh, it's just amazing. And, and that's exa- I, don't, I don't want to make it uh, sound like it's too complicated, but it is actually quite a, quite a simple thing. I was really quite surprised uh, how that, that word came to me. And, and it wasn't like it was anything fancy. Um, but I had you know Andy's voice kind of what he was sharing before that kind of in my head. And he was saying that at times God will give you a word, literally one word. And by faith you have to say that word and say that you believe that God is saying that and all of a sudden the rest comes and I kid you not I just said to this lady I have this word this one word I'm going to say it to you and then as I said it something shifted in her spirit I felt the spirit of God doing something and then all of a sudden this this quite lengthy encouraging message came out I thought wow that is um it was quite profound and then um I found myself that Saturday night at a youth meeting and I was praying for a kid I had never never met before and um, he wanted God to, to encourage him in his life. So I started praying for him. And I got an image. And the image was of a sword. I thought, what in the world is that? And, and I just said, mate, I have an image for you. It's a sword. And, I, and, I, and then all of a sudden it unraveled that, that was, it was a sign from God to, to press into his word. That that would be his encouragement. It would be his foundation. And it really drove home. And I thought, wow, this is, this is exciting. And, and I, I wonder, for me... How many moments in prayer have I been in where God has dropped that and I wasn't listening? 
or, or, or I wasn't open to the Spirit of God saying something. That, that the image of the sword wasn't from God. It was just my mind doing things. And the word and the encouragement that God was dropping in my heart for someone, I just was closed off to. So for me, uh, it was a huge moment in that conference just to take the time in a safe place with other leaders and ministers and just say, I'm going to give this a crack. I'm going to give it a go and just see whether God wants to speak into this. And and by His grace, um, I was able to hear what He said. And I'm yeah, excited for what's going to happen next. And uh, and so it does. It just takes courage. And and sometimes when you're feeling a bit spiritual, spiritually dry, that's the last thing <laughs> you want to do. But when you see how it encourages people, when you see how um, all of a sudden uh, a person doubting whether God's there their eyes light up and go, that was exactly what's going on in my heart and my mind. And I don't know how you knew that. And and the truth is, we don't know how we knew that either. Um, purely by coincidence, the last couple of weeks, I've been offering uh, this uh, uh, for people to have a word of from God uh, at the end of the service. And and I, I've been amazed, one, at the people who come forward who, who want to receive a word from God. Um, and uh, and the encouragement that it brings and what it unravels in people's lives. Yeah. And so uh, I, I think that was a really good uh, adding that the United Leaders added, that, that opportunity for people to uh, minister in the spirit and to be encouraged that way. And, yeah. and uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping and praying that God will uh, and the organisers will continue to sort of develop that edge to it. I think, you know, there's we're in a dying denomination if you like and there's still parts of the church in Australia that are a bit depressed about <laughs> where our church is at but uh, other than just saying take care of yourself I think we've got to speak words of life uh, not just into our pastors but into our people as well. Yeah we have to inject passion and excitement for the future and I think that you know walking away from uniting leaders it's hard to walk away thinking the uniting church is going to fail when you see the people in the room, when you see the excitement and the passion in the room, you realise that God is not done. And I think if if leaders can walk away from conferences like that and, and realise that God still has more for them to do in their churches and in their situations, then I, I think that, that churches will live on just how God calls them to be. You know, God wants to, to build his church and he wants to somehow use flawed leaders like you and me. Um, so I, I, I was really encouraged by that. I'm already looking forward to, to next year. They've, they said tentatively it's going to be back at the Gold Coast. So couldn't be more excited about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's important that we are open to what God wants to do in our lives. I think we sometimes get fixed as leaders and think, well, this is the kind of leader that I am. I, I do this. I, I'm, a, I'm a preacher or I'm, I'm really pastoral. But I think God wants to always add stuff to us. He wants to grow us. And a beauty about ministering in the Holy Spirit, it's not like you're just going to be given one gift. It could be a, a whole array of gifts at different times and different seasons. And the real heart behind it is being open and saying, God, I know that you use people. I know that you want to speak through me and you've brought this opportunity to me for a reason. Lord, have your way. And, um, you know, oddly, I was at a conference uh, a few months prior to that. Actually, probably more like a month. And the speaker was encouraging young people to actually give words of encouragement to each other. And, and, and I think we talked about this in one of our other episodes. Yeah, but, yeah, we did. But just that idea of being open to share a word of encouragement. If you have something to share with someone that will lift them up and that will encourage them, 
that is just the beginning of the promptings of the Holy Spirit saying something to you. And, um, you know, and maybe God wants to add a different area to your leadership. Maybe it's not ministering in the Holy Spirit. Maybe that is your thing. But maybe he wants to add something else. Maybe he wants to encourage you. And I think as leaders, if we want our congregations to be open, to grow, and to be a, a deeper lover of God, then we as leaders need to be open as well. And I, I don't know what I walked in expecting from the conference, but I walked out feeling mighty blessed and encouraged about what uh, the next season might have. And I, and I just love the fact that with all the spiritual gifts, it's actually God who does all the work. Yeah. And we, we just basically step into a space and assume that God's going to do something. And, mm. and most of the time, God does. Uh, it might yeah. be a word of encouragement. It might be a healing. It might be this and that. But the change in people's lives from it is just incredible. And uh, I'm incredibly hopeful of, of where the church is at. They were a good bunch of people at the conference. Yeah. and. I'm looking forward to it next year as well. I think it's going to be sensational. And, um, and we hope and pray that they'll continue to, uh, to be ministering to all the leaders in the United Church in Australia. Well, it's been great to have a ride home with you, mate, and uh, yeah. to, um, to do this in the car. It's a bit, a bit strange. It's different. Um, I don't know how it's going to sound, but we have to give it a go. <laughs> we did so I hope you enjoyed our musings from uh, United Leaders and and uh, in the car and travelling <laughs> around. And uh, look, hit us up on our Facebook page, hit us up on our Instagram page. It would be great to hear from you. And so until next time, we will say... Catch you later.